0: Welcome welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, E-Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting, sports, and everything entertainment. And this is episode 253. And today we'll be talking about movies including Top Gun Maverick, The Sadness, Jackass 4.5, Virus 32. But before I go any further, He's on a highway to the danger
1: zone. It's the NES. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Um, this is going to be a short one. We're just going to do movies and ace some of the other stuff because we, we got to get something out because I'm going to be gone uh, over the weekend. So uh, keep your eyes on TikTok. There'll be some videos from a show I'm going to. But. Uh, we'll get to the big one at the end. Let me run through uh, what I watched. Is Maverick the only thing you watched? Yes. All right. Um, uh, I don't know when this release is a week or so ago, but Jackass 4.5. If you're familiar with all the Jackass movies, they did these point whatever's after uh, all the other ones. So I think there's a total of. 7 I can't remember if there was a jackass point five or something I, I don't know but it, anyway um this is just all the stuff that they uh, not all the stuff but some of the stuff they cut out and some of the um uh test footage because they weren't really sure if they wanted to do a part 4 so this is interviews with Johnny and all them talking cuz you know what let's just film some stuff and if we're not feeling it, then we're not feeling it, and we won't continue. But they uh, they did. They liked what they were doing. Everybody was laughing, having a good time, and yes, they all got hurt. And then they just said, "F it, let's just let's just continue." So they did uh, a whole bunch. What we saw in the movie, and this is uh, some of the stuff that they cut out. Uh, it was just as funny as uh, Jackass Forever, but it was good to see this. They did explain why Johnny's hair color changed. I guess when he started. Uh, his hair was black. That was all the test footage stuff. And then, as the movie went on, he was like completely gray. So, pl- and they did talk about the uh, the pandemic when it started, and they weren't really sure uh, how they were going to do it. And then they they was a scene where they were like they had to get tested like all the time just to make sure. So, but the movie went on. They they nobody. I don't think anyone got sick while they were filming this, but. Um, they all got hurt, so if you've seen the movies, I mean, yeah, they, they, they took some bumps, plus with all the new casts and everything, so uh, they kind of went into on how they found uh, the new people, like uh, Zach Ass and um, Jasper and his dad, Dark Shark, and I can't remember the chick's name, and uh, what was the other dude's name? I want to say Booty or something like that, I can't remember his name, but well, you, you guys know who he is, but it, it's funny. Uh, it went straight to Netflix. Uh, I'm sure it's gonna go to Paramount Plus eventually. But uh, I, think I didn't even. It's on there. Oh, is it? I it. didn't even know it was on there. Eric was the one that goes, "Hey, let's watch this," and I'm like, "What?" So I was like, "Cool." So uh, we checked it out. So, but if you saw Jackass Forever, it's just more of that and Johnny and the gang doing what they do. Uh, it was still funny. We had we we just we were in it. It was like late at night and we were watching it. So I was kind of sleepy, but it woke me up because I was laughing. Uh, and all this stuff. There was some, it got really graphic with the the nudity. And, um, because there was a lot of, um, a lot of Wang swinging around, uh, in this, <laughs> In this point. There was one scene when they were at this, um, I think it was a retirement home or something. And, uh, Johnny was, uh, that old man, uh, Irvin Zestman or whatever his name was. And somebody was trying to drop him off there. But then all these, do they, did pull the fire alarm and then all these old men came running out and they were all butt naked just just dick swinging and <laughs> everything so yeah it got out of control uh, with the nudity but i mean you've, you've seen all the other ones it's uh, it's jackass so but it was funny i liked it so it's streaming on netflix and obviously uh, paramount plus so jackass 4.5 uh will make my uh, top in the list. And it's funny, I liked them, but it's, nah, it, I don't think it's, I guess if I did a comedy list, I would throw it on there, but other than that, it's, it's the same thing. But, uh, this next movie, uh, a lot of people were like, hey, have you seen this yet? Have you seen this yet? Uh, why haven't you guys talked about it? I'm like, well, what is it? And this is a movie called Virus 32. It's, uh, I believe it's streaming on Amazon as well as Shudder or if you have AMC Plus. Uh, the AMC plus comes with shutter. So it's, it's on there, but, uh, virus 32, this is a film that came out in Argentina on April 21st, uh, 2022, not really sure when it was released here in America, but it is, but, uh, a virus spreads throughout the city, causing the infected to become vicious hunters. Iris and her daughter become caught in the massacre, discovering 32 second. Oh man, there's a spider. Swinging around in front. A little small one. Uh, Iris and her daughter become caught in, in a massacre, discovering 32 second periods of calm before each attack. I didn't get the title at first with the virus 32. But uh, this one, it, it had the, um, th- this is all in Spanish. So you got to read the whole thing. It had the um, the vibe of uh, 28 days later or 28 weeks later, that, that whole thing, that whole thing of dread. They weren't zombies. They were, I guess they were biting and chewing on people, but they wasn't like they were catching you or devouring you or anything. It was like, it was basically they were just spreading this virus. Uh, there was somebody that, that, that knew about the virus and he was trying to. Tell everyone about it, but eh, you know how it goes with viruses. Nobody wants to listen, and everybody thinks they knows more than this and that. And it just got out of control because it was just like this. This girl, she was uh, this this mom. uh, She was going to work. She worked at this uh, gym, but she was like security at night, so like the gym was closed. But it was uh, she had to just sit there all night and uh, keep watch of it. So while she was there, she had her daughter with her, and um, I think the dad had to go to work or something, so she was like, well, her daughter must have been I don't know, 12, 13, if that. Um, No, I think she was younger. She might have been 12 at the oldest, but anyway. So, while they were, while she was um, going to work, um, things were slowly starting to happen, but they weren't really sure, because every now and then you'd see somebody run by, and hear sirens and all that, but they were, she was just, the mom was just trying to hurry and get to work with her daughter. So they got there. All right. Everything's cool. Uh, Locked up. They're all ready. But then all of a sudden, um, uh, they started hearing things outside. Uh, The mom went and looked outside. There was a, uh, another security guard outside in a small little booth. Uh, He was guarding the outside. So she, her daughter was inside, just like kind of just, Playing around, exploring, and because the gym was huge, it was giant, and it was multiple floors. So she was going there, but then the mom heard something going on outside. She looked outside, she saw these uh, a few infected people ta- attacked that dude that was working in the security thing and killed him. So they're like, "Oh shit, what's going on?" Then people then then of then they start tried to break into the into the gym. So while all this was going on, this is when we realized it was all hell on earth outside. So while she was inside, uh, she told her daughter to stay in this one room. It was like uh, the basketball courts. Stay here. I'll be back. But then the power got cut off. So when she was trying to find her daughter, she couldn't. But um, we see somebody climb through the windows, one of the infected people, and is running around. So that little girl just gets scared and then she ends up, the place is so big, she kind of gets lost. But then there's some other characters that come into play and they kind of take that little girl to hide her. So the mom's trying to run around, uh, outrun the infected people that got in and try to find her daughter. But the reason it was called 32 was uh, somebody discovered that after these infected people like killed somebody or attacked them, they were like freeze up for thirty two seconds, so because the the, the 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 main lady was watching them and she was kind of timing them and realized that all right you got thirty two seconds so when something happened she was able to kind of get around them before they kind of sprung back into action so and that's pretty much where your story goes but um this one it was it was a little rough of a watch because there was some stuff and it it got really sad uh, at at their backstory on, on who the, who this family was and then some other things that happened uh, within the story. But oh, I was like, oh, man, I was wiping my eyes uh, in this one. But this one was really good. I was shocked on how good it was. So shout out to everyone that told me to watch this. Uh, it was a really good film. Um, nothing, it didn't bring nothing new other than the 32 seconds of them freezing. I mean, they... With all these movies with the infected people, it's pretty much just the same. They're all come, re- coming from the same playbook, but they always try to add things differently. Like if if you remember the the train to Busan, they couldn't see in the dark, so but it was it, it was just it was that dread. These were the fast running infected people. But all right, moving on. Um, this one, this was another film. Uh, shout out to Mike. He was the one. He was the first person to tell me to watch this. And uh, when I was out in uh, Oklahoma, uh, when we did that show at the Shrine with uh, Josh and uh, Josh and uh, Rush. Shout out to Okie Podcasts and um, Toke Signals. Um, Josh had brought this film up, asked me if we were talking about disturbing films, and he was talking about a scene in this if uh, if i had seen it but i said i didn't see it yet so no spoilers but he, he was just like all right well this i'm gonna tell you this is this is a brutal movie but this is a film uh it's streaming on shutter it came out last year in taiwan it was all filmed in taiwan but it came out this year in america uh maybe a month or so ago but this is called the sadness uh, as taiwan succumbs to a viral pandemic that transforms p- that transforms peaceful peaceful citizens into sadistic bloodthirsty maniacs. A young couple must battle to be reunited before they become infected. Before they too become infected. Uh, this is directed by Rob Jabaz, and I am not even going to try uh, with every with the cast names. But um, this kind of had the same feeling with uh, Twenty Eight Days Later with that type of dread. They they weren't. They were eating people kind of, but then not really. But this movie also reminded me of the crazies on how those people got infected and they were just running around trying to kill people. Um, What was with these infected? They were able to think still and they were able to use weapons like guns and and knives and, and what have you. And the other one, the other thing that this virus made you go, it, it turned them into like rapists. There was a few scenes of rape in it. And there was one scene. Where it was like a orgy, blood orgy gangbang or something. Uh, I was sitting there watching it with my son. He's 17, so I'm kind of letting him watch whatever. But uh, I was like, whoa, what the hell's going on in this movie? Um, it This was a movie that I love. If you guys listen to the show or you guys know me or just know me from the show, I love bloody gory movies. And this movie had it all. Practical effects, blood, just gallons and gallons of blood and gore and dismemberment and everything. I was like, whoa, I was blown away by this movie. This movie is definitely in my top 10 for 2022 because this movie was fucking awesome. I loved it. I was, as I was watching this, I was thinking of the Zisu here on how he just doesn't like bloody movies. I could challenge him to up in the challenges, uh, oh. up to the challenge if we bring this back. But I do. I don't think you'll get through it because <laughs> it, yeah, it, it, it got really, really bloody. dude. There was it was oh. like that. Go ahead.
0: I, I watched uh, Ambulance. There's a scene in that that I was like, ugh.
1: which part was <laughs> that?
0: uh they're doing like the blood transfusion oh yeah top.
1: i <laughs> yeah, was like oh yeah that one that got pretty brutal <laughs> too but uh ambulance it's on uh what is it what uh, is it on there peacock yeah yep. but check that out if you guys haven't seen it or go back a few episodes and listen to my review but really quick before i dive into it, what you think of that ambulance
0: uh yeah, it was pretty good. I was glad to have uh, seen it. Uh, I guess I wouldn't mind seeing it in the theaters. Um, but yeah, definitely glad to see it uh, on Peacock.
1: <laughs> it was a little long, but it was still good. Um, I need to watch yeah. it again. Uh, Eric liked it, so. But anyway, Sorry. so the the sadness it was just brutal. Uh, I don't know when the sadness happened, but. <laughs> Oh, man, this movie was nuts, and I it was like, um, okay, it was this, this young couple in the beginning of the film, she had to go to work, this guy was like, I think it was his day off, so he ended up uh, dropping her off at work, and then, oh, before he, before he took his uh, girlfriend to work, he was listening to the news, and there was somebody, this doctor, talking about there's this... There's this a pandemic is about to start and um, it's, it's a virus that it's it's just going to get out of control. But dude, it was just like how what happened here in America, I'm sure in other parts of the world as well. Nobody wanted to listen. Everybody. ah, It's nothing. It'll be gone. And, and whatever, whatever. And uh, you can't die from this virus or anything. It was just all the shit that everyone, all these idiots were saying on how it was going to be nothing. So that's what they were saying in this. I don't know if this was a shot at America or maybe just a shot at the war, at the world. But uh, they were doing that, to everyone was like, "Ah, it's nothing. It's nothing." And so he was kind of listening, but not really listening. Uh, they, they would, the little news thing, was mainly for the audience, so we kind of know what this virus is. We at, we, at this point, we still don't know what it is or where it came from. So he takes his uh, girlfriend to uh, to the train station and she goes, he goes, all right, well, I'll, I'll see you later tonight and I'll cook dinner and all that. So she's like, all right. So she ends up getting on the train and go heading to work. He goes to go get something to eat uh, at this little cafe on the corner. He goes in there. Well, earlier when he woke up, he went outside on the balcony. He looked and he saw this old lady standing on the the building across the street and he's looking at her and then she kind of turns around and she's wearing like a white nou- nightgown, but it's all bloody in the front and he doesn't really think, well, he kind of think, well, what's, what's going on? But then he turns around and she's gone. So he's like, okay, whatever. So yeah, fast forward, drops his girlfriend off. He he's at that little place to eat. He's ordering something. I don't know what they were cooking, but he's standing there. And uh, this, that old lady comes in into the little restaurant and she's standing there and uh, these two, these people that are sitting there eating, they look at her like, "Hey, what? You all right? What's going on? Then she turns around and she's looking at the main character. His name was Jim. Uh, that's his character name. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce uh, his real name. But so he he's looking at her and he's like, "Whoa, well, what the fuck? And then she kind of looks at this other guy that's sitting there and spits at him. And I don't know if she threw up or something and it hits him in the face and he's like, ah, what the fuck? And then she turns to the uh, to the main guy. He kind of gets out of the way. And she grabs, um, the, the, the he's standing right in front of the cook. And the cook was frying up something, uh, something fried. She reaches down and grabs that thing full of hot grease and poosh, throws it in that guy's face. And he's like, ah, and the side of his face is all bubbling. And then she just grabs the side of his face and rakes her hand down. And all the skin starts peeling off his face, and blood squirted everywhere. And the dude that got spit on, he turned, and ah, he still he grabs a knife and starts stabbing this dude in the neck. And this is this is when the blood started. And it was that blood that like shot super far, high, super high up, and was hitting the ceiling. And everybody's ah, running all over the place trying to get out of this restaurant. And uh, he runs outside. He's just trying to get away from that old lady. She comes running outside, looking at him, and this car just comes and plows, plows into her. And then he looks at the driver, and he's all crazy, laughing, and he looks all bloody. Like I didn't even see her. When you turn, your eyes get like black marbles. So that's how they were able to tell who who was who was sick. And then fucking, it just hell on earth happened. And he was ah trying to get the hell out of there, and then. While his girlfriend was on the train, she was sitting there, and she was just sitting there and trying to figure... Then there was this creepy old man trying to hit on her, and she was, just get away from me, get away from me. Then there's this person standing on the train that had sunglasses on, but then a tear was coming. Uh, well, I guess that's probably why they call this sadness, because everyone that was affected was crying. But anyway... So he took his sunglasses off, his eyes were black, and then he just immediately pulls out a knife and starts stabbing whoever he could. And then it just turned into a big blood fest because those people started to turn. Everybody was attacking each other. There's nowhere to run because the train's moving. And they're, ah! People, And this, the, the, that old creepy guy turned that was trying to hit on that girl. He grabbed uh, his umbrella and stabbed it in this lady's eye and pulled her eyeball out and Dude, it was just a big bloody mess. So they, the train stopped. Everyone went pouring out. And then it was just a fight for survival, the rest of the movie. So he had his cell phone, the, the boyfriend and the girlfriend, and then she was like, he texted her. He was like, look, I'm coming. I'm going to just stay wherever you're at. I'm going to come to you. So the movie, it was him trying to get to her. She made it to a hospital, but everything was going all crazy in there. So she was barricaded in the hospital with a bunch of other people. Wow, it was just hell on earth. Infected people running all around. Uh, people getting raped and, and killed. And just I was like, wow. This movie was crazy. It was based off a uh, comic book series uh, called Crossed. Um, if you guys listened to the, my latest anchor, I was I was testing out my new microphone. I I did a little bit of talk of his sadness, but I did really more talk about uh, the comic book. Um, it's a graphic novel, and it came out came out a while ago. I, I want to say um, 2008. the The run was from 2008 to 2010, and there's, there's only ten issues, I guess. No way. It looks like there's a bunch of them. But anyway uh i want to get the uh i think there's some hard covered ones uh, or the paper uh the paper trade i want to get those um but this one quick little synopsis the story follows survivors dealing with a pandemic that causes its victims to carry out their most evil thoughts carriers of the virus are generally known as the crossed due to a large cross like rash that appears on their faces uh, other names include cross faces or plus faces. The contagion is primarily spread through the body fluids, which the cross have used to great effect by treating their weapons with their fluids, as well as through their forms of uh, direct uh, flu flubic contacts, such as rape and bites, assuming the victim lives long enough to turn. All right, yeah, in the comic books, uh, there's pictures of uh, the people that, that go crazy. I guess there's some kind of rash uh, they, they go straight down your face and then under your eyes. So it looks like a crossed. So that's what they're calling them. Um, that's about as much as I didn't even know this was a comic book series until um, shout out to Baz on podcast under the stairs. He read the books. I was listening to, to their review of this film and he, he had mentioned uh, the comic books as well as uh, Brother Mike. He shout out too, But um, I want to read this comic book series. But with that, the movie was it was based off that. The um the comic series I think it was in America, but this was uh, took place in Taiwan. <laughs> but there is so much more blood and gore and graphic other stuff, graphic violence uh, as well as um, some sex scenes and everything in this of rape. So if you don't like rape or bloody rape, this this isn't the movie for you. But oh man, it was it was nuts. And the ending, I was like, whoa. (laughs) But um, again, uh, if I had to rate this uh, 1 to 10, this movie gets a 10. I loved it. It was fucking awesome. Um, I believe they did uh, a film festival in the UK. And uh, people walked out. They couldn't handle uh, on what was happening uh, in the film. Um, I assume it's just people that don't watch these type of films. But then again, you're at a horror film festival. So what did you expect? But either way, um, the cinematography was awesome. I thought the soundtrack was really good uh, with the score and everything. And everybody in it uh, acting uh, was awesome. Um, The dude that that he's just labeled as the businessman. um, He was the the creepy uh, man. His name was, ooh, let me try this. Tizou. Chiang Wang, I think that's how you say his name. But yeah, that fool was creepy. And then when they when they had their black marble eyes, they they looked even more creepier. So, but yeah, this this movie was nuts. Uh, could it continue? I'm sure it could. Um, I wouldn't want a sequel. I'd rather just be one and done. But you guys know how movies go. So, but yeah, this movie was was off the wall. Uh, I had one of my friends watch it, and he liked it. But his girlfriend just I can't I can't watch this anymore so she she left the room and uh, but he finished it and he was like man that movie was nuts Eric he liked it too when it was over with I said well what did you think he was like man that was pretty good <laughs> so but um, if you have Shutter or AMC Plus um, again I think it's Amazon as well check out the sadness if it's a movie for you if you don't like uh, tons of blood and gore and, and rape and all that. Yeah, don't don't even try with this one. But um, overall, I thought it was an amazing film and I, and I loved it. And like I said, this is definitely in my top ten. And movies are getting bumped out with all these other these other new movies that uh, I've been watching lately. So, but uh, I think yeah, those were the last few that I watched. Um, uh, shout out to everyone. Tell me to watch Virus Thirty Two as well. As the sadness, but um, yeah, that's it for my reviews of those. But we're on to the big one. This film should have been out two years ago, which it was supposed to be, and uh, it was. I think it was well worth the wait. And this is Top Gun Maverick. But before I give you my thoughts on it, but before I do, do that before I pass the mic over to Theo or to the Zisu here. I did say I was going to like this one only because <laughs> these guys were in the jets. You guys heard my thoughts uh, on the latest action returns uh, of why I hated Top Gun, the original film. Or if you guys have been listening to the show from the beginning and you got, or, you know, or know me personally, you know, my thoughts and reasons why I hate Top Gun. But the
0: original hot take of the show, it was <laughs> uh, very early in the run that that became like it was a little surprising to me, based especially on your 80s love and how much of an 80s icon that film is. So it was such a hot take that it became kind of uh, a running theme for our show to always reference uh, Top Gun and your thoughts.
1: <laughs> yeah, so if you want to hear, I went into a little more in detail on, on the Action Returns when Brian and I uh, covered it. So go over to the horror returns network and uh, check that out. But a uh, really quick synopsis uh, after more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Maverick Mitchell is where he belongs pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank and would, that would ground him. Training a, de- a detachment of graduates from the special assignment, Maverick must confront the ghosts of his past and his deepest fears. Uh, commute, commute, I don't know. Something in the mission <laughs> that demands uh, the ultimate sacrifice from those who choose to fly it. Um, this came out, uh, was it last week, May 24th? And directed by. Joseph Kanoski, I think uh, that's his name. And, of course, Tom Cruise, his maverick. Uh, the beautiful Jennifer Conley as Penny. Uh, Miles Teller, Glenn Powell, Monica Barrero, uh, or Barbaro, I think that's her name. Ed Harris. And what were the uh, John Hamm, he's in this. Um, Lewis Pullman, um, Bill Pullman's son, I believe. Uh, Manny Chicanto, I think that's his name. Danny Ramirez, Jay Ellis, uh, Charles Parnell, and a bunch of other people. Top Gun Maverick. Oh, and the great Val Kilmer as Lieutenant Tom Iceman. Um, the heck was his last name? Kazansky. <laughs> but. Zisu, what did you think of Top Gun: Maverick?
0: Yeah, I thought it was really good. I think it does live up to the uh, "Gotta see it on the big screen" billing. Uh, glad I did. Um, it. I, I was kind of torn on when to go see it. Uh, coulda went to see it Monday, the Memorial Day holiday but decided Tuesday, uh, one, it's the better deal around here. It's the $5 Tuesdays. And I was like, well, I don't know. You still kind of want to, uh, it's nice to get a, a, a less packed theater, but I was then torn because then once you see it, uh, I think this would be a fun movie to see with a lot of reaction and a lot of people, uh, uh, gasping or, like, you know, uh, cheering or or whatever. I think that might be really fun. But uh, I think uh, you and me were in similar boats. It looks like there wasn't many people in your screening. And uh, besides uh, the family I had with me, it, there was just two other groups in the theater. So, but, yeah, it was just you and another guy, right?
1: It was me and two other guys. It was three of us sitting in there. Yeah. But the theater I saw it at, it was on like multiple screens, uh, right? Right. At least five, I would say. And
0: oh yeah, yes, yeah. same here. Because uh, Jade looked up the times, and it's it's uh, this is not normal for around here. Hurry here, you really gotta pick out. Usually every two hours to get your your time, but it's literally playing every half hour here. So it's definitely on multiple screens. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's how um, it was here. Um, People must be coming around on Top Gun. I'm on Rotten Tomatoes, and they got a 50% percent, and they got a splat. So Strange.
0: It's a crowd pleaser, though. This is a crowd pleaser, Uh, and even though it was supposed to come out 4th of July, Uh, 2020, then it got bumped after Christmas, then it got bumped to 2021, Fourth of July, then to Christmas again, and then finally to this Memorial Day. It finally drops all this time later. Uh, It worked out well because it ended up uh, becoming the uh, all time highest grossing uh, film for a Memorial Day weekend, passing uh, one of the Pirates of the Caribbean films. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, it did well. And that's the thing. Like, the critics can say what they want. Honestly, people can say what they want, but uh, it's a certified hit. It's a crowd pleaser.
1: <laughs> Tomato Meter was uh, 97%, so it's certified fresh. The audience gave it 99%. Yeah, there uh, you go. From what I understand, this movie, uh, its opening weekend pretty much was like over the. Uh, The 100 million mark Uh, The budget was 170 million and I guess I assume as of now uh, I I assume this is everywhere Because it came out in other parts of the world Before we got to see it Um, And it's boxed off With 300 million And climbing, this is what uh, A weekend Uh, So it's 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 just gonna make more and more money, um. So I'm like, wow. But um, overall, what did you think uh, of the story?
0: Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It was a worthy story to tell. It made a lot of sense. Uh, one thing I do gotta say right up top for the beginning of the movie it's funny because jade was like yeah obviously they did but i was actually honestly a little surprised that they brought back the uh the classic score the dun like the opening the score and then even more surprised when we got danger zone which uh obviously i was hyped and very excited for but uh i don't know i i wasn't expecting it i thought they would uh do something else, but uh, I'm glad they did the uh, classics.
1: <laughs> they had to. Well, I don't know about the the opening theme, but they had to put Danger Zone in there. Yeah, it was it was just a must. I mean, when you think of when you hear that song, you think of the stupid ass Top Gun movie. Not this one, because <laughs> this movie was fucking awesome. <laughs> this one was hella good. <laughs> But my disclaimer, I told everyone before when we saw that first trailer that I was going to like this more because they were in those jets and all the stuff that I watched with the making, they were in there in those jets. I don't know if Tom was flying them, but um, they were in the jets, Um, but they were saying uh, Miles Teller, I I was watching an interview with him. They were in charge of the camera work and while they were in the cockpit. They were saying once they got in the air, um, they were like, "All right, they were talking them through the the radio. All right, action!" And or he'd have to hit the the record on the camera uh, that was in front of them. And then, "All right, action, go!" And then they do their lines and everything. Um, he was saying that it was all digital and when uh, IMAX with the IMAX cameras. But there was one scene he did. They filmed it, and ah, oh, that that was it. Awesome. He pressed the wrong button and erased it. So they had to oh, re- they had to redo that whole scene over. I don't know what scene it was, uh, but he was like, Yeah, man, he goes, You really gotta pay attention on what buttons you're pushing on that camera. But <laughs> um sure. they 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 were in there. And cause uh Tom Cruise was saying he was like, Look, he goes, I know we could CGI this whole thing up, he goes, but we wanted to make it as real as possible. Um to put them always, in to put tell. them yeah. in the cockpits. He goes. I wanted the, the the real G forces on their faces when they were going real fast. He goes, and all that was real. And he was he was just like it was just amazing on on what they did on how these, um, them put how what they put their bodies through the actors, and the pilots as well. I mean all all those the pilots that, that fly around these jets and everything. Um I was watching some other things and they were like you really really got to – this is this isn't for everyone. You you got to put your body through a lot when you get in those jets to handle that type of pressure and that speed on uh, those things were flying. Yeah. And and Tom Cruise since since he became a stuntman basically um he basically he he he. We know since uh, the Mission Impossible films and, and the Mummy and, and everything else he's done, we know yeah. he, he's yeah. out there doing it. So, and he was in those jets because that first trailer, uh, that first teaser trailer that he showed at Comic Con in 2019, I was like, damn. <laughs> That's why I was like, all right. I, I said I know I'm gonna like this one more. Uh, my things thoughts going into it was. I don't want no bullshit love story like we had in the first film. <laughs> There's minimal <laughs> love in this one. So I was happy with that, but I would have been okay yeah, with no. that there was more love because Jennifer Colley is beautiful and I love her. So I would, I would have been, I wouldn't have mind all that, but I mean, nothing against Kelly, not Kelly. Was it Kelly McGillis? Was that her name in the yeah. first one? Yes. Uh, I mean, nothing yes. against her, but I don't uh, <sighs> Terrible movie. Garbage. And uh, they were they were talking about that one too. I guess Tony Scott, uh, rest in peace. He was like, after it came out, there was people that were tearing that movie apart on how fake it was. Uh, go to um, YouTube and I can't remember the guy's name. It was like 21 cringeworthy moments of Top Gun, and he did. This guy was a pilot, and he was breaking down all the bullshit in that first film. But Tony Scott said, he goes, look, I'm not making this movie for pilots. I'm making this movie for moviegoers. That's why you, you got to throw out uh, all the believable shit out the door. But And that, that as
0: much as you don't like it, it's same same thing. It's a, It was a crowd pleaser. It was.
1: Uh, that movie was fucking bullshit. Ugh, hate it was that movie. a crowd pleaser. It was not a crowd pleaser. I, was, I walked out of the theater like, fuck this shit. And that's been like our bid since... It came out Ugh, garbage, and I had to rewatch it again. Uh, when we talked about <laughs> uh, when we talked about it on accurate terms, but this film was amazing. Um, I loved it. Other than all the jets and everything, uh, it w- it was awesome. The story was good. Um, it was pretty much some some of the story was pretty much basically. Maverick and Iceman but different versions of them Goose or uh, Rooster being Maverick and Hangman being Iceman on how uh, how how Maverick and Ice were or were with towards each other I mean and it was all that and it was like um Rooster was like he didn't want no one to know who his dad was that's what it seemed like Because he he just wanted to come in and, like, I'm just some normal guy like you guys. And and, uh, I'm graduated top of my class. Because they picked all these guys and and gals to be uh, on this mission. And the mission was to go into hostile territory and take out this uh, uranium plant uh, that they were going to, where it says uh, a uranium enrichment plant. They were supposed to go in there and blow it up before it becomes... Uh, really active and be a threat to America. They didn't say what country they were flying into. They didn't say anything yeah, on, on purpose. On who, purpose. It, who it was. I read, about
0: that. I read that, yeah, they just mentioned it as the enemy. And that is on purpose because, you know, especially now in this day and age, it's harder to be like Syria the enemy or. Russia's the enemy or anybody's the enemy. You just just don't want to, you know, it's, it's bad. Usually even just for the movie, as far as it like, you know, it's obviously then going to be, uh, you know, not, uh, very much appreciated in whoever the enemy country is. So it works. It's fine. You don't need to know.
1: (laughs) They didn't even mention really that I, that I, I can't remember them mentioning who the enemy was in the first film. I just assumed they were Russians, right? Um, because in the 80s, the uh, the Russian was the bad guys. I mean, just <laughs> watch all those 80s movies, and we we're fighting the Russians and, and everything. Red Dawn. Uh, yeah. So, but that was the mission. Um, they 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 needed all these young, uh, hotshots to go in there and take out this thing, but they needed an instructor. So that's when they reached out to Maverick and ordered him to come. You need to come train all these people. I mean, Maverick had that idea that he was going to go in there with them and do it. But they were like, no, you're not going. You're going to stay here. But we want you to train them. And this is all in the trailer. And he was like, they said they didn't even want him. They said, but uh, what was he, uh, Admiral uh, Kazansky, Iceman, he was – He was the one that told him, look, he's the one that can do it because um, Ice couldn't because he he was uh, he was sick. Um, Oh, man, that we all we we all know. We all know the Val Kilmer is just not uh, 100 percent. He's in high spirits and his his cancer is um, he's in remission, I believe. And uh, because I watched an interview with him after um, this came out and he was like, I'm fine. I'm good because I sound rough, but I'm all right. That's 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 what that was when when they when they brought him up. And then when uh, we just see him, they were texting each other. I liked what they did there with when they were dealing with him. So I thought I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it was good. But man, it was. It was a little heartbreaking. If you guys watch that documentary, Val, which I highly re- recommend you do if you have Amazon Prime. Oh, my God. Um, that that was amazing. And I, I did cry in that. But uh, he's still with us. And he's, he's like you said, he's in high spirits. So shout out to Val. But, yeah, so he trains them. And then they got to go in to do it. So then we get all this awesome training on what they were supposed to do. Before they actually do the mission. So, but all the training stuff that they did with the jets and everything was awesome. There was one scene they said they had the CGI, but it was real jets. They kind of just cut and paste. And it was when the jet flew between uh, the two when they were like, where is he? And they come shooting straight up. They had to, they couldn't really do that. So they had to film it. The two jets, and then added Maverick shooting up in between them. But other than that, they said it was it was all them uh, in there doing it all. Maybe not some of the really really crazy maneuvers, but I, I kind of thought that one scene was CGI when Rooster and Maverick were doing that like whirlwind spin yeah. towards the ground. <laughs> that looked kind of fake, but I wasn't really sure. But it was an awesome scene. People, um, I've
0: seen people do that at like the Reno like air show. Like uh, dueling planes, kind of.
1: Yeah, that that was all cool. And um, oh, in the very beginning of the film, when they show Maverick, he is a test pilot. He's trying to get Mach break Mach nine in some uh, top secret uh, military jet or whatever. I can't remember what they called it, but uh, he was a test pilot. From the
0: trailer that scene from the trailer where the jet booms straight up, I heard, uh, they could only film that one time. That was a one take thing because of how expensive it was to film that craft.
1: And they said it destroyed that set. Yeah. So when the roof. By, Yeah. They said that yeah. after that thing flew by it, it destroyed the set. So that was it. It was a one and done take. They, yeah, they didn't Ed think Harris it. Harris. Okay. He, <laughs>
0: <laughs> they it said blew he, the roof he, off.
1: Yeah, he had earplugs and everything in. I'm sure he felt that that force, but they said that it just d- destroyed the set. And they were like, "That's it. I mean, we we got this shot, so <laughs> let, let's move on." Yeah. Uh, from what it says here, it was a um, hypersonic Dark Star scramjet. Um, that's what they were they were working with. Um, it was neat. I liked uh, what was happening on uh, what that scene was. I mean, I, I won't go into detail on what it was, but it, it was neat. I, I liked how they did. It looked awesome on the big screen. But but yeah, we we get the whole. Uh, if you've seen it, you seen it in the trailer. You see Rooster. We get that he's blaming Maverick for the the death of his father Goose. And uh, I I can see that. I, I can totally see that. But it, um, so I thought that little story that they had in between, and there was a, there was also some other stuff uh, dealing with um, Rooster, uh on why uh, he didn't get to uh, move forward in uh, as being a um, uh, an aviator and the Navy aviator in the military. So there was some other things that we won't go into and what that was, but I thought that was a really good story. And then again, the little love thing with. Um, uh Maverick and what the hell was her name Penny I think um Jennifer Connelly's character uh Penny yeah that was that was, it was just minimal it was just maybe a, one or two scenes but other than that it, it was all right cuz they did focus on the training then they focused on the mission and then the, the story between Goose and and Maverick and then, not Goose so Rooster and Maverick and then the story between um the rival between Hangman and Rooster, and they go into all that before we actually get to the to the mission. and that was awesome, all of that. I did have an issue with what's what happened at the end of the mission. I was kind of like, really? It was kind of corny, but I'm like, all right, it's a movie i I can overlook. I can overlook it. <laughs> but other than that, this movie was awesome. Uh, I've seen it three times. And I love this movie. It, it definitely in the top 10 of uh, movies this year. And um, I knew I was going to love it just because of the whole jet factor and there was them in the jets. I didn't really realize it was going to be them. I knew Tom was in the jet because we see him in that trailer in that first teaser. We see when he takes off uh, off the aircraft carrier. But man, this this movie just blew me away. It took my breath away. Uh, was that song? In the, was that song in the movie? It wasn't I, in the new one. Yeah, I, I did, the only one was the other than the the, the opening score and uh, Danger Zone. I think the rest of it was all new. I think there was a Lady Gaga song in there as well, but there was. Man, the, this movie was amazing. Uh, I loved it, and but there is some people out there that didn't like it. I think it was just mainly because they don't like Tom Cruise. Um, is he wacky? I don't know the man. I know that religion he follows is wacky, but to each his own. We're, we're in America, freedom of religion, but I don't know. I don't get that Scientology stuff. But man, but whatever. He still puts out uh, awesome movies. In my opinion, I can't wait for the next two uh, Mission Impossible movies cuz that that trailer they showed, whoo, Man, I'm I'm ready for that one. But um Top Gun Maverick. Um Thumbs up for me. Would you say? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you.
0: Um,
1: really enjoyed any, it. Was there anything in it that you didn't do like kind of frowned upon?
0: No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. Uh, definitely enjoyable. I thought, uh, you know, it was one of those uh, hold on to your seat type of movies. I always love that. So I uh, don't get enough of those, but. Uh, it's cool, and it's also cool that uh, you know it has been so long, like what uh, thirty six years. So uh, yeah, um, awesome that they finally uh, revisited that franchise.
1: Yeah, because um, Tom Cruise. I guess a lot of people. Why don't you make? Why don't you ever gonna make a Top Gun too? He was like, eh. At the time, from how he made it seem like it was like it wasn't right yet. Um, I think he was just doing like the George Lucas, let let technology catch up, and maybe he just wanted to do like 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 I say, he turned into Tom Cruise, the stuntman. He wanted to just do more. He is a pilot. He that was him flying uh, that plane. I, I believe it was his own personal plane at the end of the film. And uh, I was watching um, James Corgan, his show, and uh, Tom Cruise uh, took him up in his plane and was flying them all over the place. And then they got oh. in this—they got in this jet. Uh, I don't know what kind of jet it was. And then they were flying all over the place and. James Corgan was screaming. Ah! Tom Cruise is just laughing while they're spinning them and going super fast and everything. So I thought that was awesome. The other video that they did years ago, before I think it was that last um, uh, Mission Impossible. He was on the show and he took James Corgan up and they jumped out of they parachuted out of an airplane. (laughs) So wow, uh, that that was really cool. But yeah, if you guys watch, if you watch that show and you've seen that, or if you haven't, that whole segment is on YouTube. Uh, search for that it was funny but yeah I mean Top Gun Maverick this this movie was amazing uh, I loved it and it did bump uh, a movie out <laughs> of my list so but yeah man we still I don't even. we're almost to the halfway point uh, of the year I would say January, March, April, May, June yeah I think uh, we're at the halfway point or just about right. and uh, we still yeah. got this month and maybe six more, what six more months or seven? Or, oh, seven more. I don't yeah. know. Uh, of this maybe, year,
0: uh, The Previews during my screening of it, I saw trailers for two films that have uh, spots reserved on my list. Doesn't mean they're going to earn it. For example, last year, uh, Matrix. I had a spot saved on my list for Matrix, and Matrix didn't earn that spot, so it didn't get it on my list. But uh, two movies that uh, have reserved spots on my list this year, uh, the new uh, Jordan Peele movie, Nope, and uh, Bullet Train. Um, I have high hopes for both of those. So uh, they have spots reserved, but uh, they still got to earn it.
1: (laughs) Uh, I don't know about Bullet Train, but um, it might, though. I don't know. I I need to see it. But Nope. Nope. Yeah, that 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 might uh, bump something out. So uh, we'll see. But as far as movies, uh, Jackass 4.5, uh, Virus 32, um, The Sadness, and Top Gun Maverick, that is it that we have for this uh, movie episode. But uh, yep. um, awesome film. Jackass is Jackass. If you want to watch that and you like the craziness, go for it. But those other two movies... Um, I think Virus Thirty Two might be the Zisu speed. Um, the it is, it's bloody, but not the Sadness bloody. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you would uh, you couldn't get through that one. <laughs> but doesn't sound like it. Um, yeah, but uh, the yeah, I highly recommend those two films, Virus Thirty Two, as well as the Sadness. But again, uh, my description and review of it, if you guys can get through the sadness, man, go for it. Or if you've already seen it, you, you probably already know, but, but, uh, before we get out of here, of course, um, we're kind of ace and everything else, but we are going to give you some recommendations. Uh, do you got any ready?
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, always usually do. Um, but yeah, go ahead and go first.
1: (laughs) All (laughs) right. This is a, This is a film that came out in 1985. Uh, We just passed the anniversary for it. It came out uh, yesterday, May 30th, in uh, 1986. You do the math Um, on how many years it's been. But this is a film by... An Italian film by Lamberto Bava. And this is Demons. Demons. a group of random people is invited to a screening of a mysterious movie only to find themselves trapped in the theater with ravenous demons. Uh, this is a film that, uh, shout out to Brother Mike, we had seen this in the theater uh, when it was released here in America. And uh, it's got other titles like Demoni and everything, but this movie was awesome. Uh, I loved it. If we were doing the show back in 96, it definitely would have made my list. Uh, it is streaming on YouTube Uh, So you can go on there and check it out. Really, really clear copy. Just type in Demons 1986, uh, and you can watch it on there. Uh, But it's an awesome film. Uh, I'm not even going to run through all the names and who's in this. Um, Some people um, don't know who these people are. But uh, it was an amazing film. Practical effects, uh, blood, gore, uh, dismemberment, and all that in this film. Uh, What I really loved about it the most is that it took place in a movie theater the whole movie. And when I saw this in a movie theater, it made it that much more creepier for our movie uh, experience watching in this in there. Uh, So definitely check that out. Everyone's got YouTube um, and check out uh, demons.
0: All right. Uh, I'm going to go with a film we've mentioned a few times on the pod. I might've recommended it before, but I can't remember. So I'm going to recommend it now on Netflix. They still have Argo on there. Um, Highly impressed with this film when it came out. So, uh, yeah, and uh, it's definitely in my in my book, uh, a rewatchable. So, yeah, going to go with uh, 2012's Argo.
1: All righty. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome film. Uh, I think it won Best Picture that year. Um, Not sure if Ben Affleck won Best Director. I don't remember, but I know it was nominated. But all right, I am sticking with the 80s. I'm going to 1988 uh, only because of uh, what happened over the week uh, weekend in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, best in the world, CM Punk is the new AEW champion, champion. and I am going with his, uh, one of his many intro musics that he's had throughout his career, but everyone knows this one. This is the, a, a song by Living Color, and this is Cult of Personality from their Vivid album. I believe it was their first album, that, I think, was their first album that came out. Uh, I liked this song when I first heard it, when I first saw the video, and then once CM Punk started using it, um... Uh, for his uh, intro uh, it just it made sense for who punk was and the thing that was funny really quick about this song when that when he first used it um I can't remember the band that uh, punk used before but when he w- he was when he changed his music the song came on and everyone was like who who is this nobody knew who this wrestler was that was coming out to this and then I walked CM Punk, and ah, everybody went nuts. So it was, and then after that, every time you heard the song, you you knew that uh, the few times that I'd seen CM Punk at cons, uh, every time he came out, he came out to this music. Uh, many the many uh, WWE events, the live events and pay per views that I went to when Punk was in the A or A WWE, um, it was it was awesome uh, to to see. Um, to hear the song live. I wish that was at WrestleMania when Living Color uh, was there and played it live uh, when he came out. Uh, when they were at the uh, Giant Stadium. So that was really awesome. And that was when he took on uh, The Undertaker. Nah, he lost. Didn't break the streak. I think the next year, uh, Brock Lesnar broke the streak. But yeah, cult of personality from Living Color on the 1988 album, Vivid.
0: All right, uh, for my song recommendation, going to mix in a little sports moment. Uh, my beloved Warriors, uh, back in the NBA Finals, uh, uh, our sixth final in eight years. So uh, super cool to be West Champs once again. And uh, going to go with uh, their theme this year by uh, Stuneman, O2, and Quake Beats. It's uh, Big Steppin'. And he made a Warriors remix just for them. Uh, it's really cool because it mentions uh, everybody on the team. And, uh, yeah, just uh, really excited to have him back. And, yeah, excited they got uh, this song, just like uh, 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 E-40 uh, did uh, a, a Warriors version of yep, uh during the uh, Durant years. So uh, hopefully this will uh, uh, propel us. <laughs>
1: When's the series start?
0: Starts on Thursday, and uh, being this is the last basketball of the year, unlike the uh, the conference finals where it was a game every other day and it was alternating, so we did get. Uh, The West game, the East game, the West game, the East game. We got them alternating. This one is way spread out. Game one on Thursday. Game two, not till Sunday. Game three, not till Wednesday. And I think uh, game four, not till the next following Saturday. So this series is spread out.
1: (laughs) And why is that?
0: (laughs) I think they're just trying to draw it out because then once even if somebody was to win in four games that's like a near two weeks um and then like right after that you got uh, the nba draft and then you got summer league and then before you know it you know free agency and then september's uh training camp so you know it's that nba calendar trying to make it a a year-round thing <laughs>
1: Um, Yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll see uh, what happens. Um, I'm sure you can crank out some some check ins. uh, Oh, yeah, I
0: really I really I really do need to because you never know. (laughs) Uh, It was 40 years between uh, 1975 and the 2015 championship. So you really can't take this for granted. We've got three Hall of Famers. On the team right now, one of the top players of all time, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Hall of Famers. And, you know, once this time does finish, like, you never know what can happen. Just, like, look at the Spurs. They're such a sturdy uh, organization. But once uh, Parker and Duncan and Ginobili, once their time was done, you know, now they're in uh, rebuild mode. So, you know, you just never know. So you got to appreciate it. When you're up top.
1: (laughs) Yep. We'll see as it goes. I'm. I don't know. I'll figure out some way to watch this. Uh, I'm sure I'll watch most of it at work, but we shall see. But, oh, really quick before we get out of here. Star Wars moment. Obi-Wan Kenobi. First two episodes dropped. Awesome. I love what's going on. So is this when (laughs) is, is it every Friday when a new episode comes out? No, I think
0: now they're alternating to Wednesdays. So uh, I think uh, just hours from now, there'll be another one.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to be there at midnight. <laughs> yes. So but uh, really quick. What do you think so far?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think my favorite part about it is I love when I think I know something's going on, especially when it comes to Star Wars. It seems to happen all the time. Half of Force Awakens happened with Rogue One. Thought I saw everything coming and then everything kind of flipped on its head and I didn't uh, know where it was going. So I really loved that part of it. Um, yeah, I was surprised on a few things. So and I really liked that part of it.
1: Yeah, I I thought it was awesome. Ewan McGregor, amazing. Um, what's his name? Uh, and Johnny, awesome. Uh, Joel Edgerton, awesome. Uh, the Great Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers, awesome. That was a big surprise for me uh, at this series. But I think the biggest surprise was this little young lady. Uh, she played Leia Organa, Vivian, Ly- Lyra Blair. Oh, man. It was like watching a little version of, of Carrie Fisher. Um, yeah,
0: she, kind of emotional.
1: Kind yeah, of emotional. she did. <laughs> she did. Leah Justice. And it was, it was awesome. Yes. I was kind of, I was like, whoa, they're going with this, but we'll, we'll see. Is she going to be in it more? I don't know. We'll see. But she stole her episode. Uh, that was, that was awesome. I, I, I can't believe it. And what's his name? Of course, he's going to be in it. Um, what's his nuts? Um, Julio Gonzalez, uh, Jimmy Smiths, uh, Senator Bale Organa. Uh, he was awesome. And even, uh, a little um cameo from um, Tamora Morrison. He was a veteran oh. clone trooper. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, that <laughs> I, I was, I was, like, wait, what? <laughs> so there's uh, some credits
0: for a war vet.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god! I mean, and he was still in his clone. Uh, Trooper uniform. He was holding up his helmet for <laughs> for change. <laughs> Credits. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, the, right now, again, we're only two episodes in. We'll get the new one later tonight. But uh, so far, awesome. And after tonight, we'll be after halfway point of of the series. Three, three more, three more episodes after uh, the new episode that drops tonight. But oh man, I'm. I can't wait. I mean, this, this show is amazing. And uh, with the celebration uh, that that went on over the week, um, last week. So, much, weekend. so much stuff. <laughs> yeah, so much stuff came out. Um, the Visions, uh, the Andor, the Ahsoka, and everyone in there that found it through them on YouTube. Right on. Yeah, Bad Batch. Uh, awesome. My brother was there. He went. My youngest brother, Brian. Shout out to him. Uh, he was down there. I was like, man, lucky. But I don't know. Next one will be there for sure. He society will be I don't He yeah. society will be at next year's celebration. We couldn't get tickets anyway, man. This is all the rollover tickets from uh the celebration right. that was supposed to happen before pandemic and ended, so. Yeah, yeah, so next next one will will be there. So I don't know how many days but we'll be there. But All right everyone, with yeah. that we are out of here this episode. Again, it was a really short one, a little over an hour, but uh, go check out uh, the latest uh, Magnus podcast, episode 132, Shrine Time 2. Uh, just a live recording we did when I was out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. and We did the show from the Shrine. Shout out to Oki Podcast and Toke Signals, uh, Josh and Rush. You guys rule. And also shout out to uh, King Castro, Joe and Alex um, uh, from Soul Tap, as well as... Um <sighs> Dang it with all due respect podcast you guys rule thank you so much shout out to dan warrior too as well trista and trisha you guys rule uh follow us on youtube e society follow us on twitter e society pod follow us on tiktok e society pod and i'm uh, still trying to work out the issues with instagram but the page is still up e society podcast check out and follow everything there and uh, like and subscribe or whatever to us on Facebook um, all the shows go up on there and everything and uh, when you're done with all that go shoot on over to Public and pick up an eSociety society t-shirt or a MacNess t-shirt and uh, with that uh, we'll be back uh, really soon with something else and so until then be safe out there and party on
0: Yep. thanks everyone for listening, till next time have fun, be safe and we'll see you next time E-Society